This is Jordan from Them Evils. You're listening to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead. You found it. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast, part of the Decimal Geek Podcast Network, with special guest from Them Evils, Jordan Griffin. Dude. Hey man, how's it going? Oh, just hanging out, sitting in uh, North Carolina. Uh, at a festival? No, we couldn't get goddamn tickets today, dude. We couldn't get our passes until tomorrow. And Allison Shane's my favorite bl- band is playing tonight, so I'm just like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of upset. Well, hopefully, I can cheer you up a little bit. Uh, I hope so. Let's have a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I love the way you're starting this off, man. Uh I'd like to welcome to the show Jordan Griffin from Them Evils. Uh, Jordan, how are you tonight? I'm doing great, man. Just sitting in North Carolina, hanging out in front of a Papa John's and a Chipotle. A Papa John's and a Chipotle. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I want to eat. Pizza or uh, Mexican food? Mexican food has beer, so I'll probably go in there. Yeah. You know, I've always kind of wanted to go into a Chipotle and just get fucking hammered and order no food. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> oh, man. I've actually interviewed before. Uh, I interviewed the whole band uh, in Maplewood, Minnesota in November of 2016. It was kind of a cold night. You were on that uh, Pretty Reckless tour. Um, yes, yeah. Uh, I interviewed you on your bus, and I failed a drug test the next day at work, so I figured uh, a phoner was a better move here. Yeah, that that's probably what happened. <laughs> you probably got secondhand smoke from yeah. David just hotboxing yeah. the goddamn RV. Yeah, something. But, uh, no, you guys are clearly <laughs> having a good time. It was uh, pleasant meeting you. But uh, uh, well, so catch me up. What are the last eighteen months since we've talked? Uh, what have you been up to? Oh man, we've been touring. We've been writing. We've been recording. We did a a run with Zach uh, Zach Sabbath. Yeah, you came we through did a here. Little, yeah, a little run with Alter Bridge. Ten years. Um, non, we play with Nonpoint. They were on that uh, Alter Bridge run. Um, yeah, but aside from touring, man, like I said, just writing and recording and uh-huh. hanging out and doing the thing. And we'll get into the new EP, which uh, actually came out today, correct? Correct, it did. Rolling right. Stoned and Living Free. Right on. Well, I have a bunch of stuff we'll talk about on that here. Um, before we get into that, uh, well, I, you just basically said you basically spent the last 18 months on tour. I hope you don't have any pets. No, but I have a girlfriend. It's the same thing. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, How not, the, not the it? whole, not the whole eighteen months. No, it's like I, I, I would say about eight or nine months out of that eighteen, we were on tour. All right. Um, well, I know you've told the story a few times, but we've actually added quite a few listeners, and there's got to be people that are. Hearing this, hearing it for the first time, I love the story about how you came up with the name "Them Evils." You want to just uh, tell our listeners who haven't heard it before how that came together? Yeah. So my mother, she was driving through Temecula, um, and she was texting my uncle or someone in the family that she was actually driving through, and they were going to stop. 
and she misspelled Temecula, and her phone auto-corrected it to them Ebels. And <laughs> she called me that, that next day and was like, hey, bud, I got a really cool band name for you guys. I was like, what is it? And she told me, and I was like, all right, we're changing our name. What was the name? It was uh, The Wild Folks. Yeah, I like them Ebels better. Yeah, for so sure. So you might be the first band ever named by autocorrect. I know, right? I yeah. think I think we might be. That's uh that's got to be worth something. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool little story. It's better than, you know. Uh, some <laughs> yeah, some we sat like at Chipotle stories. getting hammered and uh just, you know, brainstormed <laughs> for 3 hours. So. Yeah, I know, right? Oh man, um, well, spending time that much time on the road, uh, you guys, you, you got to be used to you know what it's like to spend so much time with each other in a bus. Is there some kind of routine or rhythm that you guys keep? Um, we just kind of stay off each other's backs because we know we can <laughs> do that, especially when we're you know when we're drinking and having fun. And yeah, we start talking about the band and what we could do better, and we get start getting pissed off at each other. But you know, we just <laughs> we know when to you know take it easy. We've, right, but there has to be that. times where you, you rub each other a little rough, right? Oh yeah, I mean it happens. But I mean we, I mean we're all best friends, and we love doing this, and this is what we, this is what we're meant to do. So I mean we all enjoy it. All right. Um, uh, well, besides the band, how many people do you guys take on the road with you typically? Right now, we just have our tour manager and our front of house guy. He's uh, currently doing two jobs, so he's making the big bucks. Okay. Uh, you yes. take care of all, all your own gear then? Uh, yeah, like we bring our own gear on tour? You know, like, no, do you take care of it? Like, uh, restringing, how many guitars do you have? How many, I mean, how do you, you know, all that stuff's got to be ready to go every night. Oh, yeah, we, we do our own stuff. We set up our own gear. We, you know, we tune them, we clean them, and we, uh, we maintain our gear, definitely, all by ourselves. How many packs of guitar strings do you take out, like, on a two-week stretch? On a two-week stretch, I'd probably take like five packs. Okay. Yeah, I How got many three guitars. Three guitars. Okay. Yeah. Well, g- give me a little bit of a rig breakdown. I'm a bit of a. Uh, I have a little bit of a guitar nerd. What? What, what kind of? What? I know you had a Gibson Explorer when I saw you. Yeah. So on this tour, I'm actually just playing my uh, Zemitis guitars. I have two of them. Um, I also have an ES333 uh, by Gibson. It's the semi-hollow body. Okay. And then I'm running that into a Marshall JCM 800-2204-1986. Yeah, 50-watt head. Um, through a 212 orange cab with vintage 30s. And then <laughs> on my pedal board, I'm running just an OCD for some boost. I've got a, a POG, but it's the JHS mod. And then I got the Flint Strymon for tremolo and reverb, probably the best pedal ever. And then I'm just running a, a Crybaby Wah. Go back to that uh, um, reverb pedal. What, what what was the name of that? It's called the Flint Strymon. Uh-huh. I've never heard of it. Uh, oh, you got to check it out, dude. It's a really expensive pedal, but it is <laughs> worth every dollar. Right on. Yeah, uh, it's the, my favorite pedal on the board. As a power trio, do you find it hard to like uh, compensate uh, some of the, the rhythm tracks during the solo, or do you really like that kind of open live feel? I like the open live feel, for sure. It... Um, there's more room for, you know, the guitar to breathe and then the bass and the drums could lock in and, you know, you get a solid rhythm and then I could do whatever I want. Cool. Um, when, who's, after like maybe a month on tour, who smells the worst in the, in the van or bus? Jake, for sure, our bass player. <laughs> His feet stink all the time. Oh, it's a feet thing. Uh, it's a feet thing and he's Italian, so he just kind of has like that just body odor thing. 
<laughs> oh man, that. <laughs> Not okay. saying anything bad about Italian people, other than I mean, that they there's... have that natural yeah. body or thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they make uh, up for it with lasagna or pizza. Or something. Yeah, 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 right. No, but by the end of the tour, we all stink pretty bad. Yeah, I, we I, we have I, we talk to a lot of bands that are kind of on the way up. Our show is a, does a heavy slant towards focusing on new rock and roll. Um, so, and one of the questions I asked early on that now I, I'm now starting to kind of throw out there pretty regular, how do you shower on the road? Do you just not? Uh, some of these guys do like a Planet Fitness membership, and they use that. Yeah, in the cities they yeah. Can. I have a I have a Crunch Gym membership. I stop at those. I shower. Sometimes when it's really bad and uh, we haven't hit, we don't have time to hit the gyms. We do uh, the pilots, like the truck stops. Oh sure, what is it like yeah. five bucks or what does that cost? It's like ten to twelve bucks. Wow. But we also have friends on the road too, so uh, we just stop at their homes and get cleaned up and cook some food. You know, with that being kind of a band on the rise, um, anything helps, right? What would what's what's a practical item uh, like somebody could could give you that would help out? Wipes. Wipies like uh, butt wipes, butt wipes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing you say that. We've actually talked about it on the show. The guy I host it with, he is a big uh, wet wipe uh, man toilet uh, guy. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, there you go. If anybody uh, gets a chance to run into these guys on the road, bring them a, a couple tubs of baby wipes, man. Yeah, dude wipes. Dude, uh, dude wipes. Yes, uh, grown up. Uh, oh man! Uh, so you're not playing this festival? You're just there, or what's going on? No, we're playing the festival tomorrow. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah, we just didn't get passes for today. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, but you know, got to do what you got to do. So we're just hanging out. We're uh, shipping all of our stuff from our pledge music campaign. All right. Writing some guitar tabs and just. Just hanging out, playing some video games, and you write food. guitar tabs. Yeah, because on our Pledge Music campaign, um, we were selling my guitar tabs for like untold. She got nothing and got me rocking. Hmm. So I gotta, I gotta write those up before I uh, ship them out. Wow. Um, how long does it take to tab out a, a song? Um, well, I was in Starbucks today tabbing out a song for about two hours on the computer, and then it wouldn't let me download the file. Uh. So I have to scratch that and just write them by hand. Uh, you, you're, you're hitting a lot of festivals along your, your tour that we'll get into in a second, right? Yeah. Uh, what's any one particular you're looking forward to? Rock on the Range, for sure. First time? Um, first time playing Rock on the Range, yeah. We did an acoustic set last year, but this is the first time that we'll be on one of the uh, stages. All right. Uh, last year, yeah. you also did an acoustic set at uh, Northern Invasion. I was covering that. Um, and I didn't find out why you guys were there until afterwards. Uh, I, I just saw you, um, but we were kind of going, we, we, weren't, we weren't near each other. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I'll see him later. But uh, I found out you guys were doing an acoustic set. How, do, how does somebody get into that? Because I didn't, knew nothing about it. Well, the guys at the Music Experience Tent, they, uh, you know, they're big supporters of the band and they back us. So, they just invite us to play all the time. And that that's open to anybody that went, or was it some kind of VIP thing? No, it's just like we're kind of tight. We're in the niche, you know, with those guys, and uh, they're just helping us out. So they just say, hey, come play come play acoustic. And usually we're on tour with the bands that do play that, Yeah, those festivals. So when we're there, it's like we might as well just be productive and play for a few people, you know? Like, why not? 
Yeah, sure. But my, my, I, what was what I was curious about was like, how does somebody at the show see it? I mean, was it something that you could just walk into? I don't even know where it was at. I and mean, I was covering oh, yeah. the event. No, it's um, it's in the music experience tent, or it's right outside. So you know where they sell the guitars and all yeah. the guitar companies, uh, you know, show the products. Yep. They have a little stage outside the tent, and we just you know plug into the PA and play. And anyone who's uh, at the festival walking by to the next stage can watch it. Oh, right on. Uh, well, yeah. I'm sorry I missed that. It would have been really cool. Oh, uh, no worries, dude. Uh, but if I remember right, Jake was wearing some kind of red, right, red, white, and blue, almost like pro Kid Rock thing or something. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kid Rock actually posted a picture of him on his uh, on his Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's where I saw it. <laughs> Oh my God! You know uh, he's a funny guy, Jake. He uh, is a crazy uh, guy. Uh, him and I message on Facebook about three times a year, but uh, <laughs> just just over something he said or something. But uh, anyway, the new EP "Rolling Stone" and "Living Free" came out today. Uh, you're excited, I assume. I'm super pumped, man! It's um, our first release in a few years, and I think it's you know the right direction the band should be going in, and uh, I think people are going to pick up on it. I have heard it, and I liked the EP that uh, I that the Untold was on initially. Um, this is a major step forward. It's it's it, it's phenomenal. Thank you, man. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, and then the sound of it is a lot closer to the the live band. You know what I mean? What I saw live. You know, it, it just it sonically it kind of kicks you in the ass. Yeah, there's a little bit more attitude. The attitude was definitely captured with the recording process, and that's something that we kind of always lacked previously and then with this ep we were just like you know what it just it just sounds like them evils it's balls out and it's in your face agreed uh did you record it live as a as a three-piece or how did you do it no we actually recorded it with our um producer kato um we recorded at el dorado studios we did the drum tracks and then we went into his uh studio at sphere in la and just kind of did the rest all right but you know i was like yeah, i had to get into the attitude like the vibe of the of the kind of the ep and the song so it was just it wasn't really like sitting down and playing it was kind of like standing up getting dirty with the guitar and yeah. actually like trying to feel the music you know and head banging and not just sitting there trying to play it perfect you sound a lot more comfortable as a singer and that's not a shot at at the past i'm just saying it seems like you're kind of coming into your own voice a little bit does it did it feel that way yeah yeah totally um kato he actually really helped me a lot with uh, learning how to sing and uh, writing vocal melodies and you know just kind of capturing the attitude in the vocal booth. It definitely comes across. So uh, let, is it okay if I kind of run down the tracks? You kind of give me a little bit about what each song is about, or yeah, totally. Well, the record opens up with "Got Me Rocking," correct? Great song. Correct. Yeah. What's that about? What, what, what to tell tell the listeners what you're talking about with "Got Me Rocking"? Well, "Got like Me Rocking" that's pretty much just you pick up a chick and you go on a joyride and uh, you're in a fast car. And you guys are drinking beers, having fun, doing the naughty, and uh, you know her dad doesn't like you, so you you pick her up in the middle of the night, and you guys go do your thing. <laughs> what and about she's got you rocking? Well, that's good. Uh, what about uh, she got nothing? She got nothing. Uh, that's about. <laughs> My manager got <laughs> mad at me last time I told someone this, but uh, it's about a chick just staying at your house, and you you can't get rid of her. <laughs> 
Okay, right now, the you're, you're probably safe. We have a pretty heavy male demographic. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think uh, there's a re- definitely a relatable quality there. Um, I, I'm now... <laughs> I, okay, I didn't realize that. I have to go back and listen again after we're done talking. Well, yeah, I mean, the first line is she liked it deeper, she liked it rough. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gets me high is kind of a, a play on words, correct? What was that? Uh, gets me high. That's kind of a play on words, right? I mean, you're not literally talking about getting high, but uh, sort of. It's like a double meaning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that 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 just a great rhythm there. Uh, have one on me is obviously uh, uh, just having a good time, correct? Have one on me, yeah. It's uh, a lot of her songs are about you know women. Yeah, we're, we're starting to see we're a pretty theme. familiar with those. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, uh, Untold, you didn't re-record. I understand that was more like remastered and remixed for the record. Yes, it was remastered and remixed by uh, by Kato. Yeah, it does pop a, a lot better. Um, Thank you. Yeah, sounds it, amazing. it sounds sounds really good. And again, I don't mean that as a shock because I loved it to begin with. Uh, um, in practice, what you preach is probably the most serious song on the re- on the EP. Correct? Yeah, that one was um, that was a different song for us. We've never done anything like that. It's kind of a tapping into the whole Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Stone Temple Pilots kind of vibe. Um, you could definitely hear that a lot in the bridge with the with the harmonies with david and i um but yeah it's just it's really hard it's heavy and it's a serious topic too a little bit you know again this one doesn't seem like it's about girls no not really about girls it's just about you know you get knocked down you, you get back up again calling out a little bit of a hypocrisy if i'm picking up right yeah okay um well you gotta are you are you in the middle or just starting or is it coming up you have a full pretty full uh two-month headlining tour going on right yeah, we were actually just out with Red Sun Rising for about two and a half weeks. I would have loved to see that show. I'm so disappointed it didn't come to Minnesota. It was it was an amazing tour. Those guys are really cool. We learned a lot from them, and they deliver every night. So mm-hmm. they're, uh, they're great dudes, a great band, and we were really, really pumped to uh, be able to play with them. Uh, but dude, what about your own headlining tour here? Yeah, we're, we've got about a month left of that. Um, our last show is June 9th in our hometown at the Wayfair in Costa Mesa. Now, you kind of call yeah. a couple places hometown. Uh, oh, you said Costa Mesa. So the, the Las Vegas is kind of where you and Jake met, and then you're now kind of, what, Orange County? Is that where Costa Mesa is at? Yeah, Orange County is in Costa Mesa. Okay. I but, mean, Costa Mesa is in Orange County. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I knew what you meant and didn't under, uh, didn't uh, yeah. catch up on it. But uh, So you got yeah. about a month left. How's the tour been going? Tour's been great, man. It's uh, it's amazing. We don't really want to go home. We just want to keep playing shows. Yeah. And then the the draws have been they've been iffy. They've been here or there, but when they're when they're there, it's the crowd delivers, man. There's people are catching on, like I said, and like in Nashville last night, we didn't have too many people there, but it was you know it was still a killer show, and every yeah. they came out to see us. We had people drive a few hours, you know, just to camp, come and hang out, and you know we had some beers and did our thing. Right on. I mean, I, I, I actually wasn't really anticipating too much when I was set up to to interview you guys, and that was my first time seeing or even hearing you uh, 
uh, back in whatever 2016, and I was I don't know if you remember, but I was I was blown away. You guys are badass. You're, you're so fucking tight. I can get how you're slowly just going to develop a really core audience that will travel a little bit to see you. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, I'm going to be catching your show at the Turf Club in St. Paul um, at the end of May. Uh, I can't remember the date, 24th, 25th, something like that. Uh, which you can find all these tour dates at themevils.com, Facebook Them Evils, all that good stuff. Yep, themevils.com. That's like the main hub for all of our information, tour dates, merch, and all that cool stuff. And, of course, you can buy the new record, which everybody should. You should. Um, you could get that on our website as well, or you can just go to Apple Music. It's three ninety nine. No big deal. Yeah, and oh, uh, definitely pick it up. Four bucks, man. Come on. Four bucks. I know. That's like that's like an ass wipe. That's fine. Now this is definitely worth four dollars. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a box of dude wipes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, because record sales are kind of you know different than they were historically, how are you going to determine whether or not this EP was a success? What is it? What would it mean? What would it have to do for you to be a success? Is it sales, streams, word of mouth? Um, yeah, like streams, uh, Spotify playlists. You know, we don't really care too much about record sales. I mean, they get us you know a few bucks, but yeah. as long as people are streaming it. If they share it with their friends for free, you know, we don't care as long as you're listening. Okay. You know, and uh, hopefully we catch the ears of some important people, and then, you know, they back us more, and we keep going. We keep doing our thing and just keep progressing. Well, I, I'm not joking at all. Uh, I think what you guys are doing is important. Um, you know, I, I'm 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 a, from a different generation. I kind of tapped out of rock music. I figured it was all this kind of blender of Godsmack and I don't know that kind of stuff of what radio was thrown out there and then all of a sudden I got hit by all these young new bands and you were one of them um, I, I really I really think what you're doing matters man um, if I put you on a in a group of bands that I call the future of rock let me say this do you think rock needs a savior right now does rock need a savior yeah it's us we're here all right <laughs> <laughs> now that's the kind of answer <laughs> we should get, man. Yeah, them evils. Check it out, Jordan. I uh, I really enjoyed our conversation. I love the new EP. Uh, well, let's say it again: Rolling Stones and uh, Living Free. <laughs> Rolling Stone and Living Free. Sorry. Out today, if you're well, this is by the time this episode is out, you can definitely buy it, and you should. Uh, thank you so much for your time and anything you want to. Uh, mention to the listeners, uh, I mean, they can find out where you're touring and all this stuff on your website. Yeah, keep up on our social medias. Um, our Instagram is probably our biggest one. That's where we post all of our pictures. Yeah. Um, like I said, Them Evils, you can order merch. You can check out our tour dates and uh, get our new EP. And uh, any plans after this tour, the headlining tour? Uh, write, record, tour, repeat. Oh, right on. Um, well, yeah. thank, you, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I'll catch you in St. Paul at the end of May. Dude, thank you so much. It was good talking to you.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 